Hi, Bill McMurdo, and this is Kingdom Wealth Podcast. Turn with me to Psalm 34 and verse 9. I want to look at this verse. This is going to bless you. This is going to absolutely explode on the inside of you when you see this. We speak a lot about the realm of all supply. We speak a lot about how all supply is available to us, all uh, our need is met according to or out of his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God supplies everything we need. But it's not on the level of just barely get by or just make make it no more. It's according to his riches and glory, which means that it's from an infinite and, you know, outstandingly amazing, unthinkable source. In other words, eyes not seen or ear heard or you, you can't imagine with your uh, human mind the infiniteness of his supply. And, you know, I, I always put it like this, if, if you need 50 pence for your bus fare home, God will meet that need by giving you a fleet of Rolls Royces and chauffeurs to drive them and pay all your petrol bills forever, just to meet a small need, God will drown that need in oceans of supply. Now, if you don't know him on that level, it's time you got acquainted, because that's the God of the Bible. Now, it's not the God of the Bible that, uh, you know, fills to the full your every greed. You understand? You know, we can get greedy. We can say, oh, I need this, I need... We, we call... We label things that we're greedy for, we label them as need. You know, you don't need 300 suits. You don't need 400 pairs of shoes. Um, you, you just don't need that, okay? You don't need, you know, 45 cars. Um, uh, what I'm trying to say to you is, is that it's not about um, you just labeling everything that you want as need. Uh, but he will fill to the full your every need. And and he'll do it out of his riches and glory. In other words, he won't just do it so that, well, you need a, a pair of shoes, so you manage to, someone gives you a pair of shoes they've worn for six months, well, your need's met. Now, that's not what we're talking about, amen? We're talking about the fact that God will absolutely drown your need with oceans of supply. But your heart is not about what you can get, and really it's all about what you can give. But what I want to show you here is this. Rather than going to other realms of this, verse 9 of Psalm 34. Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints. Fear Yahweh, ye his saints. Are you a saint today? If you don't know the Lord Jesus, you're not a saint. So, so get to know him. Amen? Get to know the one that causes you to function in all of this, who took the curse of lack and poverty on the cross of Calvary, so that the blessing of Abraham, the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and he adds no soil or sorry, no sorrow or toil to it, get to know that one who drowns your need in oceans of supply. Get to know that one. Fear the Lord Jesus saints. So be, become a saint if you're not one. If you are a saint, this is for you. If you know the Lord, this is for you. God is calling you to a higher realm of living. God is calling you to a higher dimension of living. He's calling you to unlimited realms, to infinite realms. But like I said, it's not about human greed as in, oh, well, you know, how much can I get from the Lord? Folks, He's given if he's given you his son, which is his very best, 
how shall he not with them also give you all things? Amen. So it's not that we function from a place of greed, but we certainly don't function from a place of need. Because look at what it says here. For, fear the Lord Jesus saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. In other words, there is no lack to them that fear him. Now I'm asking you to step over into that realm of no lack living, of no limit lifestyle. Step over into the place where every need is met. And uh, as it says in 2 Corinthians 9, God is able to make all grace, all favour and earthly blessing come to you in abundance um, so that you can have all your needs met, so that you can have all sufficiency in all things. And the Bible says always, always have all sufficiency in all things. Not just boom bust, not just some of the time, not just, well, you know, you need to know the ups and downs. No, always having all sufficiency in all things. Then it says, so that you may abound to every good work. So that you have an abundance for every good work. Not just some good works. Not just a tenor to that one, a fiver to that one. Friends, abounding towards good works. So God wants you to live in that realm. But notice again the emphasis in that verse in 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8. That it's so that you may abound. He abounds towards you and meets all your need and, and pours it in. But it's not so that you can say, well, I'll tell you what, thank you for you know those uh, 25 mansions. Can I have another 25? Thank you, Lord, because I fancy going to other places. No, it's so that you can have an abundance, so that you can give. So that you can be a distributor, a, a donor, a contributor, a funder, a financier of God's dream, God's kingdom, God's purpose, God's will in the earth, God's people in the earth, God's Zion in the earth. So you can meet the needs of the people. God will make sure you get plenty for you. Don't worry about that. And that's the whole thing. You don't focus on you. You focus on the kingdom. You seek first the kingdom. All these things be added to you. Of course they will. But you're, you've stepped over into that realm of tapping into and being a recipient of and, and a vessel of that infinite supply that's in the glory realms so that you can be a blessing on earth to others. And it's a different dimension of living. It's a different realm of life. Fear the Lord, ye and saints, for there is no lack to them that fear him. Let me just say this to you. The dimension that God is asking you to step into today is the realm of the fear of the Lord, the realm of the fear of Yahweh. Now, we're not talking here about terror, as in you'd be terrified of spiders or ghosts or ghouls or, you know, the, the night or the dark or, or, or things like that, or, or bears and snakes and stuff like that. We're not asking you to step into that realm. God's not asking you to step into that realm. He's saying step into the realm where the only thing you're afraid of is me. The right type of fear. See, the fear of the Lord will cast out every other fear. I believe the fear of the Lord and perfect love are the same thing. We, we function in perfect love. And the Bible says that casts out all fear. Well, that's not the fear of the Lord that casts out. So if God's telling you in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, fear, fear the Lord, fear God, fear the Lord, he's saying to you that's the place of safety for you. Jesus says, don't fear the one that can kill the body. Fear the one that can eternally destroy you. Now look, there is no lack to them that fear him. Now, 
I don't know about you, but I, I just see that so simple. If you want to walk in a realm where there is no lack in your life, simply fear him. And I'll say it, I've said it many times, I'll say it again. Fearing the Lord is not emotional. It's not about, well, I'll whip up the emotion of fearing God. Yes, yes, yes. Fearing God is a choice. Fearing the Lord is a choice, a decision you make. Father, I choose to fear you. Fearing the Lord is obeying him. Uh, and obeying him is walking in love for him. Fearing the Lord is simply saying, Lord, I just want your will and nothing else. I choose that. I decide that. You see, it's a decision. It's a choice that you make. It's not about, well, I don't know if I, I feel the emotions. No, you say, Lord, I'm stepping into that fear of the Lord realm because that's the realm of all supply. That's the realm of no lack living. And you're not doing it again for that selfish reason of, well, you know, if I just, if I pretend to the Lord that I fear him, oh, well, you know, he has to, he has to meet my needs. Friends, come on. We're not playing those games. We're not playing those uh, immature, childish and carnal games of, and that's religion. Religion is trying to get God's approval so that you can get God's uh, stuff from him, so you can get blessed. Well, I'll just play this game. No, folks, it isn't playing games. It is saying I'm in this seriously. I'm a covenant-keeping personal Lord. You know, I'll do my bit, but, but I'll step into that realm where I choose to fear you. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to walking in all supply. Of course. Of course we want to be supplied. God has given us the desires of our hearts so that we can see them realized. But it isn't just about, well, so I can get you know 25 new suits, I can get new cars, I can get jewellery. It's so that I can walk as a king and reign in life as a king on earth by Jesus Christ and thereby I can honour him, glorify him. People will say, what's the story with you? Because what you've, I want what you've got. And so we become a testimony, we become a witness. The whole purpose of kingdom wealth is not to make you look like a hotshot. The whole purpose of kingdom wealth is so that people will be attracted and say there's something different about these Christians. They live in a realm of life, of joy. They live in a dimension of life, of blessedness. And, and you know, I've seen them go through stuff, but they, they continue to praise and worship. And, and they're solid, steady, dependable, reliable, faithful, loving people, no matter what comes their way. And, you know, they always seem to end up on top. They, they always seem to be blessed in some way or realm or dimension, no matter what happens to them. They're the head and not the tail. They're above and not beneath. That's God's purpose for us. There is no lack to them that fear him. Now verse 10 says, The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. They shall not lack any good thing. So fear him, seek him. What did Jesus say? What did Jesus say? He said, Seek ye first the kingdom. And his righteousness. What does that mean? It means pursue kingdom wealth, pursue kingdom living, pursue kingdom principles, pursue kingdom power and authority. In other words, be about the business of the kingdom. Learn what God, the dimensions that God wants you to walk in. Learn the authority that God has for you to function in. In other words, be a serious-minded believer, not just somebody who just turns up at church on a Sunday, or better open this book that they haven't opened it all week. <laughs> Folks, be done with that type of living. 
your face should never be out this book. Then verse 11 says, Come ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. This is, this is a psalm of David. So David's teaches us the fear of the Lord. Now you ought to know, he walked in it. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may, say good, he may see good? What he's saying is this. He says, who wants to have a happy, prosperous, successful, blessed life? Regardless of what's thrown at you, you're going to go through stuff, but you know, but you overcome, you're an overcomer. What man is, is desires life and loves many days? In other words, you want to live long and prosper. You want to live long and succeed. You want to overcome all the trials and tribulations that come your way. And you want to end up on top and be the head, not the tail. You want to be above only. You want to be blessed above all people. And then he says that he may see good. In other words, you want to be successful in life. Now, we're not talking here about cars, money, mansions, jewellery, baubles. We're not talking about that. We're talking about success in doing the will of God in your life. And God will cause you to prosper as your soul prospers. He'll prosper you in the area. You may be a businessman, businesswoman. You may be a preacher. You may be whatever it is you do. God will bless you. And so he says, who wants to, who wants to be successful? Keep your tongue from evil. Verse 13, keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. You want to be, how do I walk in the fear of the Lord? Keep your tongue from evil. Don't speak guile. Don't, don't speak with forked tongue. Don't speak and be a smarmer, but behind someone's back, you run them down. Don't be a cursor. Be a blesser. Be somebody who blesses and means it. Depart from evil, verse 14, and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Simple instructions. In other words, be like Jesus. Be the man or the woman that God wants you to be. Be real, be authentic, be genuine. Uh, walk under the anointing of the Spirit. Read God's Word. Practice what you preach and preach what you practice. He's, he's saying that's how you walk in the fear of the Lord. Uh, Jesus said, you know, if you love me, obey my commandments. Functioning from a heart of motive that's pure. Not one that's full of twistedness. Not one that you resent your brother or your sister. Fear of the Lord is to say, Lord, I, I, I choose to walk with a pure heart of motive. That is a blessing to you, a blessing to others, and a blessing to myself. Not, not, not double-minded, not forked tongue, not looking proudly, not being arrogant, not being full of contentions and strife, but somebody who just is, is authentic, loves the Lord, loves God's people, Seeks to be a blessing. Honour, honouring God. Fear, fearing God. What does it say in 1 Peter? Honour all people. Love the brotherhood. Fear God, honour the king. There it is. There's the code there, right, right there. The key to successful living. Honour all men. You want to fear God, then you have to honour all men. Because dishonour disqualifies you. If you don't show honour somebody, you can't, you can't influence that area. You can't speak to that person or that group of people or that organisation if you don't honour them. Honour all people. Now, I'm not talking about respect. See, honour is in your gift. Respect is something that, that people have to earn. And there are a lot of people out there you can't respect. 
but you can honour them. You choose to honour them because God has commanded you to honour them. Why? Because that's the fear of the Lord. Fearing God and honouring the king. You know, we've just had a death uh, here in Great Britain. Uh, Queen Elizabeth has died. And a lot of dishonour by some people is shown toward her. Most people honour her. And, you know, honouring the king, honouring the monarch, honouring your national leaders, even when they're duds, even when they're wicked. Honouring them is not the same as respecting them. Honouring is not the same as, oh Lord, bless them. You know, God doesn't want you to pray bless this mess prayers. He he wants you to honour them by praying for them that they would repent and change or that they'd be removed and somebody better come in. That's a whole other sermon. We're talking here about how you can live in a no-lack lifestyle by fearing the Lord, by being somebody who practices in the horizontal what, what you profess to practice in the vertical. A whole bunch of people out there, oh, I love Jesus. You know, Jesus and me. Uh, and, 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 you know, we're tight. We're, we're you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably the person that loves Jesus more than anybody. Oh, yes, I am. But you treat your brothers and sisters very poorly. You treat your neighbour like something that you scraped off your shoe. A lot of people out there do not practice horizontally. And I believe the fear of the Lord covers how we practice horizontally. Uh, it's not just, well, I love Jesus. Oh, yes, and Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. And I love Jesus. And that's all that matters. No, it's not. You have to be in the horizontal plane, what you are in the vertical, which is a lover of God. If, how can you say you love God if you don't love his people? See, that's the fear of the Lord. That's obeying his commandment, which is, what does he keep telling us? Love one another, love one another, love one another. A whole bunch of people out there. See, Sardis, the seven churches of Asia, Sardis is what's called the church of death. The Lord says, uh, you have a reputation for being alive, but you're, you're dead. And everything you do is just a re remix, uh, a reboot of Sardis. But Philadelphia, Philadelphia literally means in Greek, the love of the brothers. And it's the church of Philadelphia God wants us to walk in, and that's the church of all supply. Why? Because there's love for the brothers. And in the early church, when they first all get saved, the ones that had, the ones that were wealthy, looked around and said, we're not having poor people in our congregation. That didn't mean to say they kicked them out. It meant we need to sell some stuff. You need to sell some land, possessions, lay at the apostles' feet and says, we're not happy there are people in this assembly that don't, don't have enough to meet their needs, pay their bills. Folks, that's what we need back. We need that heart back where there's that desire and love of the brothers and that honour for all men and that fear of God and the honour of the king. It's all tied together in the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the realm by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honour and life. The realm of riches, the realm of honour, the realm of life, the realm of all supply, the realm of no lack, no limit lifestyle. It's in the fear of the Lord. The realm of the fear of the Lord is what we need to walk in if we're going to see blessing and we're going to see the great move of God in our generation. So there is no lack to them that fear him. There's your biggest hint. Fear him. Fear him with purpose, with determination, and you walk 
and the realm of all supply.